welcome to the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. This podcast is for women who are ready to experience a life free from dieting, weight cycling, and food restriction in order to live out their God-given purpose. We'll learn how to embrace authentic health like you never have before. Join founder and host, Julia Noel, registered dietitian and diabetes educator, to discover your unique version of the Joyfully Nourished Life today. Hello and welcome to episode number seven of the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. Um, this is your host, Julia. I'm sure you figured that out by now after episode seven. Um, hopefully, I am still the host. And yeah, I am excited that we are already seven months in to this podcast. It's crazy how quickly time has flown by. And I just want to say, I know it. I say it all the time. Thank you. Thank you to everyone that's listening and supporting um, this adventure that we're on. And I hope you continue to enjoy these episodes. Um, And again, as always, I love feedback. I love to know what you guys want to hear and, and learn about. And so feel free in any of the podcast apps that you listen to, to leave um, a rating and a review. And that would help me reach more people with this message of finding their unique version of the joyfully nourished life and what that looks like for them. So um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And we're going to jump right into episode seven. So the title of this episode is discovering the satisfaction factor of joy in Christ. So you might be wondering, where did I get the title of this episode from? So principle number five, we've kind of gone through the first four principles of intuitive eating already. And principle number five is to discover the satisfaction factor. So in a nutshell, this is helping you to learn how to eat in such a way that you are able to enjoy the food that you eat without feeling deprived, but also without feeling like you have to overindulge to reach that point of satisfaction Um, and knowing how to utilize the flavors, textures, tastes, nutrition, and foods to, to find that satisfaction factor. So that's a really short kind of synopsis of the intuitive eating principle. um, That's kind of the focus here, but I do want to make sure that I emphasize that this episode is not just about intuitive eating Um, This podcast is not just about intuitive eating. It is about joy in Christ. It is about finding the hope um, and the freedom and the joy that you have in Christ as a means of healing your relationship with food and your body. And so this episode is really about finding joy in Christ first and foremost and learning how to use that joy that you have through salvation in Jesus Christ to inform how you eat. So diving right in, I just have a few questions that I kind of want you guys to ponder and to be thinking about as we go through this episode. So the first question is, do you find yourself struggling to stop eating when you enjoy a satisfying meal? Now, I feel like we've all experienced this in some way, shape or form in our lives. So for example, um, not too long ago, I ordered some Mexican food from one of my favorite local Mexican restaurants. Um, And some of you that know me well probably know some of the different options that I might have chosen. Um, But 
one of the meals I had included two um, chicken flautas. And flautas are basically like these fried, um, kind of like taquitos in some ways. Uh, but it's just basically chicken and cheese um, wrapped in a tortilla and they fry it. And so I had two of those and they were probably about like an inch and a half wide and three inches long each, um, or maybe three or four inches long each. And then I had refried beans, some rice, and then um, guac, pico, and some lettuce on the side to go along with it. And y'all, that meal was amazing. It was delicious, but I was struggling with this feeling of figuring out that I was getting full, but not wanting to stop the enjoyment of the flavors and the textures and the taste of the food. So I was dealing with this, this lack of desire to stop eating, just wanting to keep going despite the feeling of fullness coming on. And sometimes that can make us feel sad. And I don't necessarily think that this is all the time, but I know I've personally experienced this on my own intuitive eating journey and, and really kind of honing in on how I can eat in such a way that honors God with my body and with my um, unique uh, preferences. And I've realized that sometimes it's normal to feel sad when we want to eat everything that's in front of us um, because it's so enjoyable and it's so pleasurable to eat whatever it is, whether that's, you know, a slice of your favorite kind of pie or a Mexican meal like I had, or even a, a bowl of salad. It doesn't necessarily matter what that food is. I think we've all gotten to a place where sometimes it's hard to want to stop eating because it, it feels like a sad ending. <laughs> and it's so weird to say that, but it's like you just, you want to kind of continue to experience that pleasure from that meal. And so really, I, I am going to go on a limb and say that if this is a feeling you have often when you are eating something that you really enjoy and you kind of have that almost like small twinge of sadness that the, the meal is over, and it's not even necessarily that the meal that you're having is special, it's just it tastes good, or perhaps it's the environment that you're in, the environment is really you know, calming, conducive to enjoyment of food, um, whether that's, you know, among friends, family, at a restaurant, no matter where it is, if you're feeling this feeling of sadness and it compels you to want to keep eating despite what your body's cues are telling you, I think it's important to think about whether or not you are trying to find complete satisfaction in food instead of finding your true and lasting source of joy and satisfaction in Christ. And the reason for that is because when we are feeling these emotions, it's not necessarily that we are sinning when we are feeling those feelings, because, you know, we have feelings. That's a totally normal thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with necessarily feeling kind of sad whenever you are about to get to a point where you can't eat anymore because your body's just telling you, hey, you're getting full. Our stomach is satisfied and full from what you've eaten it's time to kind of slow down and stop nothing wrong with feeling those emotions but what i do think is probably an indication that we have misplaced 
our joy and our source of joy is when we are continuously experiencing those feelings and yet still pushing past that point of fullness um, in hopes of continuing that experience. So I don't think food is the only issue here, but food is obviously the the kind of main um, source that I'm talking about here. But I think it's also important to recognize when we are experiencing pleasure from food and we have misplaced that that's that that pleasure that feeling of wanting to find pleasure in eating and in food um because if it's leading us into this cycle of not honoring what god has made our bodies to tell us whether that's feelings of fullness or whether that's you know choosing to eat when we are beginning to have hunger cues so not just the point of finishing a meal but choosing to begin a meal or begin eating um, based on the god-given cues that we've been given i think it's important to realize if we are if we are ignoring or if we are pushing beyond those signals then that's a that's a potential indication that we have a misplaced um source of joy that we're trying to find in food so here's the big part right um so when when that happens that's probably meaning that we are trying to create an idol out of food and our enjoyment of food i'm only saying this because these are things that y'all i have experienced firsthand like i have been in points in my life throughout this journey where I have realized that food has become an idol where I am seeking some sort of satisfaction in food that I should be seeking in the Lord instead um, and looking to food to fill a void. And I've mentioned that concept in, in past podcast episodes, but I just really want to hone in on the fact that that is something that can happen when we are beginning to lose sight of what it is that food has has become to us and for us. And so the next question I have is, have we made idols out of things like food or sex or relationships because of the pleasure that we gain from them? And I really want you all to kind of sit in that question and really discern, is this something that has happened in my life? And what are the potential signs that that might be the case? I've talked about a few of them, um, but there could be some other ones, such as you find yourself turning to food as a means of coping with heavy emotions, or you find yourself um, eating in such a way that is no longer responding to your God-given hunger and fullness cues or satisfaction um, from food in a way that is no longer in alignment with kind of how your your body was created to eat. Um, And so those are some signs to really be mindful of and really ponder. So in order to kind of flesh this out a little bit more, um, I did record some scriptures that I want to kind of focus in on the importance of seeing Jesus Christ as 
our complete and fulfilling source of joy and pleasure because this is going to be the the root basically of everything that the joyfully nourished life is about i mean joy is in the title for a reason um and that source of our joy needs to be jesus christ if we're going to have a right relationship with him and with everything else kind of that comes with that um whether that's our relationship with food or our relationship with our bodies and relationships with others and how we kind of relate and live out this this christian life and so the first scripture that i want to read actually comes from psalm 1611 um this is such a beautiful verse out of the psalms um it's one of david's psalms and this verse in particular is towards the end of the chapter and it says you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. I'm going to stop right here and ask another question. Do you believe that God is your eternal pleasure? Do you believe that we can be filled with joy simply in the presence of of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Do you believe that you can experience that? Have you experienced it? Are you experiencing it? If you're not, then that's gonna be, I think, the number one thing that you've gotta start praying and asking God to give you is a joy and a pleasure in Him that goes beyond anything else. Because until that is where your source of joy and satisfaction come from, you're going to try to find it in something else always 100 percent of the time you're going to try to look elsewhere when you should be able to recognize from verses like this that oh when we came to know jesus christ when he accepted us into his kingdom through salvation through his blood we were given access to the most beautiful wonderful unspeakable joy and pleasure that the world cannot possibly compare to nothing in the world compared to it can compare to it and so yeah it's it's something that i know is a lifelong journey but we need to pray that we can experience that joy in christ that we can experience that joy in relationship with god and his presence and realize that that is where our eternal pleasure is found um the second verse i want to talk about um, I keep referring back to Romans because I feel like Romans is is really a lot um, in terms of talking about the rightful place of food and and the way that um, the the book of Romans reads. It has a lot of really great admonitions um, to the people, and so Paul talks about how to navigate eating and drinking in the Roman Empire for Christians, Christians who have come to know Christ um, and realizing that, hey, there are a lot of rules and regulations and laws out there that try to dictate how we should eat. Um, but I think this verse really helps us to kind of get a good, like straight to the point understanding of how we need to recognize the place of food and the place of our joy in Christ. And so this scripture is Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I mean, 
mic drop, right? Like, Paul hit the nail on the head. This is an argument um, in the, the 14th chapter here in Romans about, you know, whether or not something is clean, whether or not something is unclean. Um, and he's kind of fleshing out the argument, but I think he just kind of lays it down plain when he says, hey, guess what? Kingdom of God isn't even about all that. <laughs> it's really about living in alignment with what God has commanded, righteousness. It's about finding our peace and joy in Christ through his Holy Spirit. And everything else falls into place from those three things. <laughs> and so having said that, having talked about these scriptures, having really gotten into what it means to find true and lasting joy in Christ and why it's so important to have that be the focal point when it comes to our relationship with food, I want to talk about three steps for discovering the satisfaction, excuse me, discovering the satisfaction factor of our joy in Christ and how that can relate to our relationship with food. Number one is to commit to daily prayer and spiritual disciplines that will help you to see the infinite value of Christ over everything else. If you are not in a habit of committing to praying and reading your word or reading the word of God and truly spending time in his presence and worship, you are going to struggle to have everything else in its rightful place. You are going to struggle with seeing Christ as more important, more valuable, infinitely more valuable than everything else going on in your life. And that includes your eating and your day-to-day habits. So prayer is a non-negotiable. Y'all, I know it's hard to stay consistent with these things. I know day-to-day life tries to derail us and tries to make us, you know, forget that that has to be the foundation. I know there's so many things that are going on in this world that make us want to get distracted or turn the other way or turn to something else. Um, but truly that has to be our, our solid foundation. Um, and so I, I want to emphasize that number one is committing to praying and committing to um, staying in the word and truly seeking the Lord um, every single day. Number two is um, whenever you eat, pray and ask God to not just bless your meal, but for that meal to nourish your body as he intended. So what I'm talking about here is to recognize that, yes, we need to honor God for the blessing of food, the blessing of the way that we can eat in a um, pleasurable, enjoyable way. But also we need to acknowledge that the food that we eat and how we eat it can either, one, be a source of nourishment and honoring God with our bodies and with um, how we choose to nourish our bodies, or it can be, like I said before, a source of idolatry, this this means to an end um, that has become this difficult to manage behavior. And so praying and asking God to allow food to nourish our bodies as he intended means that food will have its rightful place in your life. 
and you will be able to think through mindfully and prayerfully how to make meals and snacks and different things that you eat throughout your days um, balanced so that it's more than just, hey, everything is perfect and I'm eating a perfectly nutritious meal. No, it's more so, hey, am I getting what my body needs to stay energized? If I have a taste for something, I can thank the Lord for that and enjoy it and move on with my life. It's not about the food. <laughs> I mean, it really isn't. It's about honoring God with it and, and honoring God so that he is given the glory in it rather than us trying to use food in a way that brings us glory or that brings us pleasure all the time and focuses very little on the spiritual aspect. So that's number two. And lastly, number three is to actually choose foods that you enjoy eating by prioritizing variety, moderation, and balance. So this is kind of a tag on to number two because I think it's still important that, yes, God gave us taste buds for a reason. We have the ability to taste things, and so we should be able to enjoy our food. If you find yourself eating strictly based on nutrition or strictly based on how satisfying a food is to you in that moment, if, if you're on either end of the spectrum, I think you've lost track of the point. So variety, getting your fruits and vegetables, getting protein sources that are coming from plant-based sources and animal-based sources, if you so choose to do both. Um, the importance of different types of grains and, and how you can use them in different meals and snacks. Uh, dairy products, whether you choose to go the cow's milk route or some other route, the plant-based options are fine as well. And then also incorporating um, those different types of, of options that maybe don't fit perfectly into one of those categories, but still provide nourishment, like different types of oils or different types of foods that are created in such a way that bring enjoyment because of their tastes um, and textures. Now, moderation and balance is where I think people forget and where I personally do agree. It's, it's a challenge. So moderation is what it sounds like. It's knowing how to go from either extreme of overeating or over restricting and finding how to be in that happy middle ground for yourself. Obviously, what is moderation to one may not be moderation for another, but I think um, over time you can begin to learn what moderation looks like and feels like for you. Um, and then balance is, again, kind of realizing that different types of foods in different quantities are going to give you that optimal nutrition um, that your body needs to feel its best and focusing way too much on one food group or um, on another is not balance. So it's important to realize that those three components are going to help you to enjoy your food. Now, food should be satisfying, but if you live your life Choosing food solely based on just nutrition or solely based on taste, of course you're going to struggle to have self-control with eating because you are on these extreme ends where you have lost track of the fact that God has given us a, an ability to taste, an ability to enjoy food in such a way that it brings pleasure, but it should not be the end-all be-all, right? 
um, and it should not be completely neglected. And so I think it's really just coming down to discovering that we do have an abundance of hope and peace and joy in Christ that nothing in this life will be able to take away. And I also want to be mindful of the fact that everybody's walk and journey is different. Everybody's needs are different. So I don't want to utilize this episode as a, you know, shoulds or should nots type of list. But I do want to make sure that the the foundation of what we need to be thinking is how can I optimize my joy in Christ so that everything else, my relationship with food, my relationship with my family, friends, loved ones, my relationship with how I see myself, um, how can I optimize my joy in Christ so that everything else falls into place as it should? And that's it. That's all for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I feel like um, I talked for a good while, but I think that the way I explained it hopefully will give you a bit of clarity in in where you need to go from here. Um, But as always, feel free to reach out. Um, You can email me, support at the joyfullynourishedlife.com. Please leave a rating and a review, and I hope you are doing well, and take care until next time. Goodbye.